Hello and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Hello, my name is Marshall Brook. Uh, weekly, I do the Ear Drunk Podcast with Zachary Webb, um, and I am an earbud. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, you don't have to like say my full name. Yeah, I always call you Zach Webb. No, 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 no. But you said you put some stank on my first name a bit. Oh, did I call you Zachary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was because I was trying to make it sound like an AA meeting where I'm addicted to the show. Oh. But I don't think I did the inflection right. So I did, it sounded like I was just stating I was an earbud at the end instead of sounding like I had a problem that is I'm an <laughs> earbud. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, I was like, oh, you're a fan of the show. That's cool. <laughs> I, I I do listen every week when it comes out because because you know I got to make sure it uploaded okay. So. Yeah. Well, I was just sidelined. As soon as you said Zachary, I heard nothing else. You can't say my legal name on the show. Yeah, dude. I'm then gonna, gonna, get gonna know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm get oh, yeah. No, dude. They. Uh, it's it's just weird when someone says like calls me Zachary. You know. It's weird because that's like like we work together at at the day job. Yeah, we work together here too. Uh, yeah. uh, but at the day job, your email says Zachary Webb. Yeah. Um. And so it's always it's always like all day I'm sitting there like don't call him that. Yeah. Don't fucking call him that. Well, it's funny because it's like I don't I don't struggle with my that. my handle like my signature has just like Zach Webb on it. But then like I get emails back that misspell my name. Yeah, they put the the H or the K at the end pretty often, or just Z A K. <laughs> You've gotten a Z A K before? Yeah. <laughs> and I was Zach. like, man, yeah, I was like, man, you really went out of your that's, way to misspell my name. That's like the version of you that still skateboards. That's the version <laughs> of me that's on PlayStation Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Zach just, and Webster. Yeah, there's only there's, there's only like three people in the world who can call me Zachary, and that is any government official. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, my mom. Okay, or my grandma. Okay, and that's about it. And I'm not your mom, and I'm not your grandma. Yeah. But I am producer of your podcast. We might be able to work that way. <laughs> we might be able to. I definitely don't work for the government. I'm just, so. I'm just saying, last time I saw somebody say Zachary at me, they aged 30 years in front of me. Am I 60 now? Because last time that happened to you was like a couple of minutes ago, maybe? <laughs> Just avoid looking into the mirror until after the episode. I'm scared. And my room, my new room is full of mirrors. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any mirrors in here. I fucking hate mirrors. They scare the shit out of me, man. Oh, you should see my bathroom, a.k.a. The the mirror. mirror. Yeah, (laughs) the uh, hall of uh, mirrors. (laughs) Kay was telling me that it faces you when you sit on the toilet, so you have to, like, watch yourself shit. No, it's literally... (laughs) There's only one wall that doesn't have mirrors on it, and that's the one with the shower and the toilet. And the rest of the... How el- funny would it be if there was mirrors there, too, though? That would be so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm if gonna you just ask in, like, a funhouse? We might have to lean into it. 
because it's one of those things where this this house was designed in the 80s you know they were just all about self-reflection and cocaine well, so on the shower walls you could put one of those mirrors that like bends that certain way to where you look really good Mm-hmm. And then behind the toilet, you could have one that makes you look like you have a TikTok filter on. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I gotta say, man, I never like looking at myself go, you know? Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I I have one mirror in my bathroom, and it is parallel yeah. to, like, like perpendicular. When I'm sitting on the toilet, it's behind me, so yeah. I don't have to worry about it. I think I'm just reminded every time that I'm just like, you're a gross creature. Yeah, no, humans are bizarre man um yeah i i I, like eating is weird and that's not just humans that's just life but eating eating is it's weird that you shove stuff in a hole and then later you shit it out yeah and in the middle it like gives you energy but also can make you really fat yeah that's weird man or it could poison you well if it's poisonous yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) isn't that weird isn't it weird that some things that is our body is just like none of this Fuck you for making me do this. Your tummy yeah. hurts now. No, a lot of people ate a lot of shit that killed them until we figured out what didn't kill us, I bet. Yeah. Like, if I was left to my devices... I'm gonna pour out some for those guys. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> this is my new floor. We just moved in here. <laughs> Whew, that was close. <laughs> I'm gonna pour it into my mouth. All right. I'm going to get this man a bucket, then we'll move on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, we should always have a podcast bucket. There should. There should always be a bucket in the room. I'm sure, like, Joe Rogan and, like... Oh, he's got, a, he's got, he's got like, three gold buckets. Yeah, the, you know, like, the people from, like, This American Life, you know, like, <laughs> there's, like, all the... All the all the 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 high quality fucking you know like I think uh, audio like people they all got buckets. This American Life, I feel like they have a bucket, but then they also have a basket because because you got your podcast bucket, but then you got your radio cast basket. Oh, they got like a wicker and they were basket, like a, you know because yeah. they're like an NPR like radio show. Yeah, grassroots. Yeah. Wait, is, I don't is, know. I don't know. If that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like people pay for NPR, so like it's more grassroots than like Fox News. Yeah, but uh, I think that's about all you could say about that. Well, folks, welcome to <laughs> the podcast. This is a comedy and music discovery podcast where each week Marshall and I we take a select theme <laughs> and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. Uh, this week's theme is charity heist, and uh, Marshall. Uh, uh, have you ever volunteered someplace? Oh yeah, plenty of times. Oh yeah, what you got like a weird one or one that sticks out in your mind? Um, I was really I volunteered at a food pantry once. Oh yeah, and uh, I was really shocked by just like the volume of it. Sure, yeah. Uh, just like it was a much bigger facility, a much larger operation than I had imagined. Did you know, it have like, like a warehouse and stuff? Yeah, it was yeah. like a full warehouse. I went and helped like sort cans. Oh yeah, I've uh, done that before. You know, uh, uh, and and I was just really surprised that it was like just such a large factory, so not factory <laughs> warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like there was like offices on the second floor, and like it was it was just like I don't know. In my head, I food pantry i mentioned almost like a soup line i don't know why that doesn't make sense yeah that's you know that's a different thing that's a different thing yeah, yeah well that's like it's like it's like that's giving people cooked food it makes sense like that yeah uh, a soup line makes sense for what it is you know just like yeah. a food pantry makes it it's a huge pantry yeah it's where they're keeping the food to give people right um but but yeah i just had my wires crossed uh, uh as far as weird stuff goes 
we helped. I used to do like I like I was like a I was like a churchy kid. Yeah, sure. So we used to do like mission trips. It wasn't like we went to New Orleans once, like years after Katrina. New Orleans, the part we were in was still fucked. That was actually sure, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, but no, I'm trying to. There was this one place where we flooded, and it was crazy because we'd go into the houses. And they weren't even like, hey, help like like drywall this, like help put up drywall. And it was like, it was just like pool everything. Everything was covered in mud, like up to like chest level. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's not like a funny story. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was just really crazy to see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like everything up to chest level in the houses was just like, was just like, like all the carpet, all the walls, right, yeah. all the clocks, all the furniture. Uh, so that what happened? A flood. <laughs> <laughs> could you could you imagine being that guy for a second though like, what, what happened here yeah. <laughs> well this is crazy huh what? <laughs> did anybody call anybody about this I'm just kidding. I'm here to help you guys. Now, I remember there was a there was a FEMA tent, but no one was ever there, and it wasn't like they had like FEMA housing set up, or at least not where I was yeah. at. But at the FEMA tent, there was always this guy just like smoking cigarettes next to like a radio, like an FM radio, like boombox kind of thing. Oh shit! I was there for like five days, I think, or four days. Yeah. Uh, uh and that guy was there. Every day when I got there and every day when I left. Oh, shit. Uh, he didn't have a clipboard or anything. <laughs> he was, it he was just, cigarettes. It was just a guy smoking cigarettes on a chair next to, like, a boombox. Yeah. I think it'd be really funny. <laughs> so that was kind of wild. I, I think it'd be really funny if that guy was on shifts, you know? And then, <laughs> like, like, you're just watching him and all of a sudden a different guy shows up. Pulls out a pack of Marlboro Reds. And then they, the other guy leaves. <laughs> and he just sits there. <laughs> They've those guys are the kind of guys who have a bucket for all their butts. They got a butt bucket. Yeah, butt bucket. Butt yeah. bucket. Yeah. Well, Marshall, um, <laughs> I think it's time for us to get into our first segment and we should just crack it open and of course that is beer of the day. Let me go again, please. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's time for Beer of the Day. Zach, stop buying Miller Lite. You did the thing. You did the thing. Well, Marshall, <laughs> I made it through dry January. You did, and now, and now I'm I'm all wet. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it was a different kind of flood on oh, Zach yeah, Webb. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the first thing I did when the clock struck, you know, midnight, and it was. February 1st, I got me a big old keg of Miller Lite, and I hooked it up to a shower hose, and I just hosed myself off. <laughs> Believe it or not, folks, that was before he put the jello shots in his colostomy bag. Yeah, of course, because <laughs> I like to party and be efficient. <laughs> Straight to the gut you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Marshall, I'm drinking that that you you know it, you love it. Uh the the guy from the song, he gives me shit about it. That's a Miller Light, baby. <laughs> we back. He's back. He's back. And it's a big one too. That's not a twelve ounce. That's nah. not a sixteen ounce. 
That's a 24-ounce Miller Lite. That is home. <laughs> well, folks, uh, in addition to it being the first episode that Zach gets to drink in a while, uh, it's also our first episode in our new house and therefore our new studio, a.k.a. my new slightly bigger bedroom. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't celebrate a new beginning with the Ear Drunk podcast without getting a really big, really cherry red Bottle of Budweiser. Hey, we're bringing back the classics today. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how many ounces this bottle is. Um, we'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so just drink the whole thing and then count while you're drinking it. <laughs> That's too much. I can't do that. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. So I'm a bad drummer. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so if yours... Let me put mine next to yours real quick. So if yours is 24, I'm going to say mine's probably like 32? Yeah. It's a little wider around, and then it also has the stem on top, and it went up into the stem. Uh, We got Yeah, 32. (laughs) It's in the fine print. That's why I keep you here, man. You can read. Yeah, man. Well, I can't read, but I can see numbers. <laughs> you can't read, but you took a month off drinking, so you're back. I'm back to reading. <laughs> that was the the worst part. As soon as I, because uh, when I learned to read, I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I just He's from one of those families. Yeah. <laughs> Wine family. <laughs> and let me help you with your homework. Drink this. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, let's do a little toast real quick. Episode 63, Charity Heist. Now, Marshall, before we break into our main segment, I think think you have something prepared. Uh, Yes, I do. Um, And Zach, put uh, 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 music over this, like a, a soft, somber music, or don't, but leave this part in. I don't care. All right, and let's see if I have time. One, two, three. My name is Marshall Brook, and I'm here today to ask for your money. 100% of any funds donated over the course of this episode will go to folks in need. These folks are me, Marshall Brook. Every minute of the day, one Marshall Brook suffers from an unyielding score of debilitating ailments. Whether it's not having a cheeseburger mild existential (laughs) dread, or a devout, glaring narcissism, Marshall could use these funds for stuff. (laughs) In America, we all know that money fixes problems. So give some to me for my problems. You can give by DMing me for my cash app or by texting me if you're on Apple. Again, give to Marshall Brook by DMing me your cash app or texting me through Apple. Remember... One of me is hurting every moment of every day. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was yeah. just something from the heart. You know, we're talking about giving this episode. Yeah. So give. Yeah. You know, give to a charitable cause. I can't think of anybody yeah. who needs it more than my friend who suffers daily. <laughs> the Marshall Brook. I uh, uh I didn't say it at the top, but that that segment was called Charity Case. Ah, okay, yeah. yeah I just kind of dove in because you know, 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time we get to the main segment of our show. Yeah, Marshall. Uh, and uh, if you could just, uh, you know, just uh, explain people how we do this part of the show yeah. each way, every single time. Well, the studio's in a new place. Uh, that means we're doing new beginnings. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the only thing that's going to be the same about this episode are the beers we're drinking and also every other element of the main segment because each week, every week, we do it the exact same. Never uh, changes. <laughs> today we've each prepared a five-song playlist to the theme of Charity Heist. We're going to uh, tell you what that means to us. <laughs> because i have a feeling i don't know why i have a feeling that we just have really different takes on what the two words charity heist mean when put back to back i uh (laughs) you know i've always wondered this and uh (laughs) if you've uh experienced this while listening to our show please email us eardrunk at gmail.com but i've always wondered like when we throw out a title like this, like charity heist or like, you know, some of our other episodes, like what people feel when they see the title, do they like think they get it and then like <laughs> click on it? Do they fly blind? They're just like, I don't know what the fuck this is going to be, but I'm going to give it a shot. You know, when I feel like like we were talking about this the other day, but I feel like we have some episode titles that are like real enticing. Like yeah, I feel like sure. we have some that are like eye grabbers. Like if I was just scrolling through Spotify and I yeah. just saw that, I'd be like, what is this? Yeah. Um, and then we have some <laughs> where there is no incentive to click the episode yeah. based on the title. If you're not a fan of the show, like Lost and Found, dude, Lost and Found is such a banger of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the most boring fucking name, dude. <laughs> No one's gonna click on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, or even like, Mister Durong has some good parts to it. You yeah, know? Dude, like, absolutely. And it's just like, it's just like, all right, what someone's, is that? Someone's gonna think that that's like a dating advice column or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pitch at my band that we start naming our songs episode number dash title. Yeah. Um, and that way maybe it can generate some traction for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's implying that the band will get more traction than the <laughs> podcast. But, you know. <laughs> I, anything, uh, just more spaghetti at the wall. It's like, like you know, an like... Apple product. You know, it's all part of the ecosystem. You're yeah. signing up for the Marshall Brook ecosystem, which is why you should give me money. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Marshall, I got a, I got a charity heist. I'm ready to, to ready to spin. I'm spin excited, man. I'm excited. Hit me with it. All right. Keith enters the office of the fundamental charitable group. He walks past his coworkers. Some drinking coffee. Some drinking the yak. <laughs> playing cards. Feeding a carrot to a goat. Some people are doing lines of. Cocaine off a Star Wars Phantom Menace commemorative plate. (laughs) Keith sits down at his desk and puts on his headset. For he is a telemarketer by the shafts. Good day, sir. How are your underwear? Are they getting loose and all? If it's okay with you, I could 
this song it's got like a very like dreamy quality to it dreamy was the word i was going to use to describe those guitar tones yeah (laughs) well i like them because it's like you know they're very like spacey but then they also there is that one like lead guitar that has enough gain that like cuts through but doesn't like like sort of like disrupt it doesn't overpower anything um everything feels very balanced and it's it's i don't know it's it's a really good vibe um it's it's like psyche without being aggressively psyche. Yeah, and that rules. It kind of reminds me a bit of like David Bowie's like Starman. Yeah, you know? like especially in the aspect where he starts singing about the the fabric of the underwear, <laughs> and he's like, they're made from bamboo. You know, it's fucking great. Um, yeah, man, this is a weird song, and I love it. Yeah, uh, he was singing about underwear, singing about bamboo, it's breathable. Yeah, um, and then he has the line, you know, because the guy's trying to give him free pairs of underwear. <laughs> and then he's free. Yeah, and he's like, free underwear doesn't exist, and then he hangs up the phone. Amen, brother. This Amen. guy gets it. This, this guy, guy gets, gets it. it. Yeah. Uh, so the shafts, they're at 41 monthly. They got- That's fu- it? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, uh, apparently, they're uh, big over in <clears throat> Europe. That's where they're from. Oh, word, word. Yeah. So maybe just not on Spotify. Yeah, I think in their local scene, they're like, you know, uh, 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 pretty big. Hell yeah. Because um, I was reading a bit of their bio. I can't remember exactly what country they're from. Uh, I feel like it's somewhere in Scandinavia. Oh, yeah, they're part of the Helsinki rock scene. Hey. And Helsinki's a big city, so even yeah. if they haven't like busted out of Helsinki, if they're doing well there, they're doing good. Yeah, they got five albums. I'd recommend the song Laser Skater and Secular Girl. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like the idea of Laser Skater as a song because their album art, I commented on it while we were uh, listening to the song. Yeah. But it's just like a man like like skiing uh, yeah. in like, I guess, old-timey ski garb. And so I like the idea of him being a future guy. <laughs> He's like a laser skater. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man? Not me. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Never do. Never hold me into anything I've ever said. <laughs> I am not accountable for me. <laughs> I plead the fifth on me. Uh, so Keith logs into his computer. He gets the name of his next target. He dials the phone number. It rings three times. Hello? A shriveled voice says <laughs> at the end of the line. A voice being shriveled. I like that. Hello, ma'am. This is Officer Douglas O'Shanahan with the Fraternal Order of the Police. How are you today? (laughs) I'm fine. I'm watching The Price is Right with Bob Barker. Oh, he's such a firecracker. (laughs) Well, ma'am, I'm calling because, unfortunately, this year alone, over 102 police officers were harassed online. In the line of duty. (laughs) People who have put their lives on the line by looking at their Punisher lock screens while shit's happening. Jesus, that is is a specific call out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not sure I can help. I'm just an old woman. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I don't know if I'm going to say this right, because it's got like a weird umlaut looking thing in it, but uh, uh, Noah Ganachi? Gonji? Gonji? Gonji. It's an O with an umlaut. <laughs> he kicks ass. might be my favorite song about an old woman dude this song rules i i was i was ooh, the whole time yeah <laughs> I, I really love uh how his vocals on the verse like match like the uh the first couple of bars of the bass line mm-hmm. like uh, i like that a lot uh i also love how the chorus has like this like reverbing swirly effect to it you know like everything's just kind of like spinning uh, they do a great job with both his vocals and then the backing vocals uh, and I love also how multiple times in the song it seems like it ends. Yeah, like, like, yeah. It, like everything really drops off, and you go, "Oh shit, was that is that the end of the song?" And then it just comes back in. Like right when we were talking about how you can't see from yeah. like see my computer anymore from where you're sitting. Yeah, and you don't know how long the song's been playing. It dropped out. And I was like, oh, how appropriate. The song's ending. And I like leaned forward to, to turn it off. Um, and then immediately it kicked back in. And I was just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great song. You don't want it to end. It's, no, it's, it's very good. It's, it's very good. Uh, Noah's got 268 monthlies. Uh, I'm not going to take another crack at his last name. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you know it, send it to us. Eardrunk at gmail.com. But yeah, he's got 268 monthlies. He's got two albums. I would recommend a song. Uh, I knew a man named Raphael, comma, we met in Italy. <laughs> Long t- song name. Uh, Sounds like an emo song. I would also recommend he's in another band called um, Silk Zone Dream. Mm-hmm. And they have 103 monthlies, one album out. I recommend the song Keep You Off My Mind and State Lines. Hell yeah. Yeah. But back to the story. I don't know how I can help unless you're arresting Bob Barker. I'll I'll cuff him. No, ma'am, that's not necessary. We're calling to ask one simple question. Do you fuck with the police? (laughs) By Florian Pelliser Quintet. I don't know if I got that one right either. Pelissier. Pelissier.
Marshall, if this song was any smoother, <laughs> it'd slide off the planet. <laughs> I really loved uh, there's after there's like the first section of the song, and then there's a couple of bars of just drums. Yeah, and then it comes in with the bass and then the keys. Right. Um, and that part was because like when it's just the drums playing. Yeah. I was so, what's happening next? What's happening next? Yeah, it and just oh, mm. it just strips everything down to just the drums and then rebuilds. Oh, you know, mm, it's like it's you're great. playing Jenga and you knock over everything you just built up, but you, it's okay. You can't knock over the Jazzga Tower. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sixty-three episodes. Yeah, no Jazzga Tower. It's in Scrabble. We can play it. It's it's legitimate. <laughs> There's so many games happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this song's so fucking classy. You know, it feels like this This should have been in the fucking Monopoly PC game that we listened to a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is definitely like a boardwalk or a park place. <laughs> uh, I also love that they use chimes kind of like intermittently of like in between transitions and stuff like that. I thought that was like a really cool element mm-hmm. to it, you know? Also, just a really good use of, uh, uh, it was really drawn back, but they had a really good use, like a very effective use of like alt percussion throughout. And it's so funny because it's like, the song's called Fuck With The Police. <laughs> and like, I remember playing it, you know, because I was looking for songs where like, you know, do you fuck with the police or like, you know, something like that. <laughs> And, you know, there's a lot of songs where they're like, fuck the police, right? And I think this song is just a fuck the police, but, like, in their kind of way, you know? It's like a fuck the police, but, like, if you're doing heroin in, like, <laughs> <laughs> in, like, in, like, New Orleans and, like, yeah, I don't know, the 40s, the 30s, when was jazz big? <laughs> the 50s? The 19-somethings. You're on heroin. You don't care. Time out of mind, baby. I don't fuck with the police, but I fuck with this jazz. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, they got uh, 19,000 monthlies. They got six albums. I would recommend the song Rio. And I would also recommend another song they got. It's a cover of Between the Bars by Elliot Smith. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, fuck. Like a jazz <laughs> cover of Between the Bars by Elliot Smith. It fucking rules, dude. It's, it's, it's still the same song. It's just jazzy. Oh, it's my so God. fucking good. Um <laughs> I'm trying to imagine that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look that up. It's so crazy <laughs> and somehow so good. You know. Do I what? I say. Do you support our boys in blue? Do you fuck with them? <laughs> oh, I, I, I guess I fuck with them. Yeah, sure. I definitely, I definitely, you know, don't, don't like fuck with them. You know, or. Uh, I would fuck with them if they're Bob Barker. <laughs> Do you think his dick is long and skinny like his microphone? <laughs> Spay and neuter this woman. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't know about that, ma'am, but today we're asking for donations by Cherry Cheeks.
Man, this music sounds like it belongs in Goodwill, the game. <laughs> On Sega Genesis. It's too peppy. Yeah. This is like local thrift store, the game, but like... Not the nice one, you know. There's every every town's got the two thrift stores. Yeah, sure. One of them's like like full of hidden gems, and the other one's just like full of things that should stay hidden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely this. <laughs> it's just got big shopping mall vibes. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Uh, I think the synth is rad as hell. <laughs> Lyrics are infectious. You know, down and shine, down and shine. Uh, but yeah, Cherry Chase, they got eight point eight thousand monthlies uh, they got two albums i'd recommend the song trickin and ufo hell yeah uh there's still synth songs but they also got like great punk guitar licks to them oh dope yeah so it's it's a bit still like this but it also has more of an edge to it which i thought was pretty dope what's well, funny one thing i noticed about this song was that the bass guitar was very punky yeah it was a lot of straight eighth notes playing the roots and just like in yeah i don't know so that that, that kind of checks out mm-hmm. I, I think i'm gonna have to listen to that yeah when i found this song i was like oh this is really cool and then when i listened to his other shit i was like oh this this like really fucking rips in a different way you i know? can see his bio from here and most of the time i don't read the bios because they're long and they get yeah. they get out of control and it's like i mean i would say I don't, it just it just gets cropped by yeah. what spotify shows me but yeah. uh, uh this one is nice and short and succinct it says i make music and bad decisions yeah hell yeah brother <laughs> 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 thank you so much for your donation of two thousand dollars oh thank you mr barker <laughs> Keith hangs up the phone and moves on to the next call. And the next, he sets a all-time career high and the company makes $2.7 million in sales. <laughs> At the end of the day, he is rewarded with iTunes gift card, in parentheses, Christmas time, <laughs> by Water Aerobics. It's Christmas time, and I feel alright. I got my sweater on. This week on songs that have no business being as good as they are based on the title. <laughs> I know, right? This song rips, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a weird find. Because I legit, I was looking up for like, I was looking up the song title gift card. And it was just, initially I was thinking iTunes gift card, but I was like, no, I got to go less specific. Let me just type in gift card. Could not find anything till I found this. It was like iTunes gift card. And I was like, oh, fuck, right on the money. Oh, and it's Christmas time? And it's Christmas time <laughs> when I would give or get iTunes gift cards? <laughs> of course. But, man, this song fucking rips. Like, <laughs> it's it's super, it's very chill, 
but the drums are super high in the they're mix. They're very intense. But, and they're in a great way. That's, yeah. I mean, I locked in on them like yeah. immediately. The when drum they came and in. bass are just like very high in the mix and they're very like intense. It's it's but it's the rest of it is so chill. His vocals are extremely chill. His the synth sound is extremely chill. Well, and everything meshes up because like the drums are, are they're loud and like they're kind of intense, but they're not like overwhelming in any way, shape, or form. Um it's very much like uh they're, they're consistent. Yeah. It's not like he's doing crazy fills the whole time. Right, it's not yeah. that kind of intense. You yeah. know, it's just like, it's a really good pairing. It works super well. Yeah. And I and I love how it's like any song becomes a Christmas song when you put sleigh bells in it. Because <laughs> if you remove those from the song, it doesn't really sound like a Christmas song. <laughs> but then you fucking throw in those sleigh bells, baby. That's a, that's a Christmas time jam. <laughs> Give me some eggnog. Put me by a fire. <laughs> Let me celebrate baby Jesus. Tuck me into the big stocking. The big. (laughs) Put me in the stocking, Ma. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. You said you'd do it. Uh, but yeah, man, I you know I hope to get an iTunes gift card because they don't exist anymore, and that'd be pretty funny. As soon as that stopped being a thing, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to figure out what to buy my dad every year. Someone, uh, my buddy in high school, Chris, showed me Spotify like a couple of years before music streaming was big. Back when I used to just torrent all my music because I couldn't afford uh, 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 buying music. And it was funny because he showed it to me, and I remember it was in like the parking, it was in a parking lot uh, 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 in my in my hometown. And I remember he showed it to me and he goes, yeah, no, you can like stream all these different songs. And I was like, and it costs money. And he was like, no, at the time. uh, Yeah, uh, sure. He was like, no. And I was like, oh, so it's illegal. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, no, no, this is like legit. And I was just like, I couldn't comprehend it. Right, yeah. (laughs) So I don't pay anything, but I get the stuff. That sounds illegal. That sounds illegal. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, so water aerobics—they're at fourteen monthly listens, uh, which is about to be fifteen every Christmas because this one's getting bland- <laughs> blared out. The- it's gonna be this, and then RuPaul's Christmas song uh, on your mom's Sonos speaker in yeah. the living room. Oh man. <laughs> We didn't really talk about this during the holidays because we didn't really have like a Christmas episode. But there is a like two years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, Kate and I, Mm -hmm. we found RuPaul has a Christmas song called Hey Sis, It's Christmas. (laughs) And she turned it on and we're driving to my parents' house for Christmas morning. And we laughed so fucking hard. It's, 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 It's very fun. It's RuPaul's music. Yeah, it's very yeah. fun, you know. Uh, but goddamn, is it fucking hilarious? <laughs> and now it is a staple every Christmas. <laughs> we listen to Hey Sis, it's Christmas, and I'm throwing this bad boy on too. Like, <laughs> just it whis- made the cut. Whispering. I hope I get an iTunes gift card. Two songs have made the cut. Two songs. <laughs> And it's that, and then I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. The three, the three songs. songs. The, the, the Mount Rushmore. That's uh, four faces. <laughs> We're still waiting. They haven't finished constructing. There's room for one more they, song. They haven't finished constructing Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I don't. Wait, Marshall, who's on Mount Rushmore? Okay, Mount Rushmore. It's George Washington. George Washington. 
Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, he's South African. Mark Zuckerberg. My bad. <laughs> he's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so are the other three. <laughs> God damn it. That's how they made that thing so fast. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, they got three singles. Uh, I'd recommend the song Toronto and uh, another song called Can't Think. When did this come out? Um, did, did, I'm going to yeah. look that up real quick. I didn't write it down. But I feel like it was like a couple of years ago. 2020, bro. Yeah. iTunes gift card is a 20. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would have bought this song with an iTunes gift card. Right, you know? right. Well, when I first, when you first said the name of the song, and I like processed it, I thought of this song that uh, uh, my high school rap group Brown and Down made uh, uh, called $25 gift card. Oh, yeah. Where we just very heavily auto-tuned our friend Colin going... I got a twenty-five dollar gift card. It's very, it's it's very funny. It's not good. Sure, yeah. Um, um, and so I was expecting something of that caliber. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. I also was not expecting a whole lot when I was doing the search, and I was like, oh fuck, I got to pivot. And then I found this banger, and I was just like, ah, oh, all right, we good, we good, we in this. Uh, so to conclude our story, that's right. Keith has earned himself a $25 iTunes gift card, which can get him two episodes of Family Guy <laughs> and three songs by U2. Another successful day in the life of a telemarketer. <laughs> now, Marshall, can I kind of explain my process with this story? Yeah, so so we did go very different directions with this. Yes. Uh, but he's heisting the old woman. He's stealing yes. from the old woman, and he's using a charity as the uh, the the sort of like false pretense in to order get his to, gift card. Yeah, well, yeah, to 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 make two point seven million dollars and only end up with twenty a uh, twenty five dollar gift card. I bet they threw him a pizza party. Now, so I watched the. <laughs> uh, I watched that documentary recently called Telemarketers. Uh, which is a fascinating documentary. Uh, I, I really recommend it. It's on HBO, uh, or I guess Max, <laughs> fucking Max. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a, a. My buddy Max has it on a flash drive. He's got it on a flash drive, dude. <laughs> he's got to text him. You got to text him the password. <laughs> <laughs> the password is flash drive, please. please. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's a it's a great documentary, and it's produced by like Danny McBride, Jody Hill, and uh, I think Benny Sadfi. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a fascinating story of like what those people were doing. Like pretty much, it's like these corporate people were just hiring like ex cons and all these like uh, like pretty much like high school dropouts, like anybody who would just take the job they would give it to them and they were making money hand over fist like under the guise of oh you're helping out the police right but really majority of the profits were going to their company oh to the private company that was shocking yeah in america yeah i know (laughs) i know we do so great on other stuff (laughs) what stuff (laughs) no stuff 
making money, uh, making other people money. There you go. Uh, and so like, uh, uh, <laughs> but it's, I definitely recommend this documentary. It's fucking nuts. It's really great. But just, I was so just like in disbelief of like how willing these, you know, this, these charities that they were representing. Cause it, it was mostly like the fraternal order of the police, but they were doing other charities too, mm-hmm. but how those charities would just get like a lump sum of money, maybe a, like a couple hundred thousand dollars and how these people were making millions of dollars in profit all from people who are barely making any money in these call centers. All these people who like, you know, couldn't get a job anywhere else and are forced to work here in just the insane environment of what that was. The initial segment I was going to do before I just asked y'all to give me money. Yeah. Uh, was going to, I was going to look up uh, charity streams that like crashed and burned, just like charity streams that went wrong. Sure. And the biggest issue that was able to be found with most of them that like I did, you know, with some cursory research and I realized it was going to take like more research than I was willing to do for the episode. Sure. Well, we got <laughs> we got to record tonight. Right. Yeah. right. Um, but uh, 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 when I looked it up, it was like the biggest issue that like kept cropping up was essentially the companies running the charity streams, just taking so much of the money. Like there was yeah. this one where like six million dollars was raised. Uh, which is huge, uh, and then like two point three million of that, which is honest, uh, went straight to the company Jesus. just for like expenses and shit. They said Jesus, um, um, which like don't get me wrong, that's still like four million dollars for charity or whatever, um, but that's a big fucking chunk. Yeah, like I don't know if they're like not a not for profit or non profit or, or. Well, like, I mean, yes, I mean, if you're making. A fucking two point million investment on this fucking charity stream. You need to streamline your process. You need to figure out something, (laughs) dude. Like that's that's insane. And yeah, and like all the other ones were like, oh, and then and then he turned around and farted. So I was like, oh, this isn't a great. (laughs) I could do a charity stream for half of that. (laughs) Yeah, this man never stops pissing. Yeah, he does it for the kids. Got it. Is that is that anything? Is that is that something? <laughs> I'm just full of ideas, brimming, yeah, bristling. Because that's pretty good. I'm it, boiling over. I mean, we get like an OnlyFans setup. Pissing for the kids, charity stream. <laughs> How long can I go? The more I piss, the more like like oh, walking up okay. to walking up to like a coworker with a clipboard, yes, yes and being yes, like, like being like for every minute that I piss, <laughs> you will give dollar? two dollars to this charity. <laughs> okay, a minute's a lot. I think it. I think it should at least be every five seconds. Every five seconds it ticks up. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that something? Is that it's, something? It's not something tangible, but it's something funny. <laughs> Does it have real world value? I don't think so. <laughs> Does any of this? <laughs> oh man. <sighs> well, Marshall, what's your what's your story all about? It's about piss. My story is all about a charity heist. Oh, that's good. That's that's good. I think I forgot. I looked at I had to Google what heist meant just so that I could actually do this. (laughs) 
we see a dude in all black splash water on his face in front of the bathroom mirror. Hell yeah, dude. He breathes heavy. He's nervous. Also, he's George Clooney. (laughs) His hands shake slightly as he lights a cigarette. Two deep inhales before stomping it out on the ground, pulling a black ski mask over his face. George Clooney enters a dark underground garage and approaches a windowless black van. He throws open the doors, and inside we see three more figures, all garbed in black with ski masks covering their faces. All right, folks, we made it to Heist Day. The way we play this can make or break the rest of our lives. Let's be smart out there, team. It's not for a lack of trying that no one's done it before us. They all put their hands together in the middle, and in unison shout the word, STEALING, while raising their hands in the air. (laughs) All right, crew, let's do our part and break into Make a Wish by Beatty. Oh, no! Beboo's in this song go so hard. Yeah. I know I said that to you in the middle of the song, but that's just because I really like the beep boops. Yeah. <laughs> Play the song that goes bee boo boo bop. <laughs> so like when I first heard this song, uh, uh like the very first time I heard it, uh the whole start of it, I thought it was like an EDM song. Oh, sure. Because yeah. it's got like the 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 woman singing and it's got the beep boops and, and it's the got very all the... airy vocals. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Um and then like a minute into it, just like the verse comes in and it goes so fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I added it to my hype music playlist. It's just, I don't know. I really get down with this. I thought it was really good. Both verses are super crazy. Mm-hmm. So Beatty is a Pittsburgh rapper. Um, and he's done a lot of really interesting stuff, actually. Oh, yeah? So in 2007, when uh, 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 he started a rap group called The Ill Spoken with Mac Miller. Oh, wow. When Mac Miller was only 15. Yeah. Um... And that's that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I was looking into him more, and I also found out that Wiz Khalifa did the second verse on this song. Yeah. Uh, which is also crazy. Well, all three of them are from Pittsburgh. Right. They're yeah. all Pittsburgh rappers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like BD currently has 11K monthly on Spotify, um, but he's still dropping a lot of music. His most recent album came out in December of 2023, so oh, just nice. like two months ago. Hell yeah. Um, off of that album, there's a song called Milk and Cookies that I really dug. Hell yeah. Um, it's got like a very old school beat, uh, but like the way that they're rapping over it feels very modern. And nice. so it's just like a really cool like like uh, 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 mix of those mm. ideas. Yeah. The van is on the highway. On the floorboard, one of the masked figures has unrolled a blueprint. Everyone is huddled around discussing the plan. First, we'll need to get past the guards in the lobby. Once they're subdued, there's a hallway full of laser trip wires. <laughs> if any one of these is tripped, they'll release the hound. 
with two guns. Oh, shit. The hound's got guns? The big thing is, since this is real life, he's got two guns. God damn. Yeah. I always like that, like, uh, realism in movies where they give a guy two guns. Because <laughs> why would he have one? He's got two hands. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> After that, it should be smooth sailing until we get here, he points at the map. I don't know what it is, but it just says, Guardian of the Vault. (laughs) (laughs) They roll up to the front of a nondescript skyscraper. The only noticeable feature is that it looks really evil. Yeah. One of the masked figures shoots some gas grenades through the front window. Once the green-yellow smoke begins to bellow out, the crew rushes inside. Each team member performs their role masterfully. All but one guard was subdued by the gas. The last guard is tackled to the ground, but in the struggle, he manages to push up George Clooney's mask before being KO'd by a big meaty fist. The next song is The Wish Thief by Patty Bullet. Oh, shit. song has it all zach yeah it's got record scratches yep it's got punchy keys yeah it's got robot synth yeah what more could a boy ask for nope those are on the list (laughs) yeah this song's got a lot of change-ups yeah yeah it's another song uh where you're like vibing yeah and then all of a sudden the rap comes in (laughs) much like the last one um well it was weird it was weird i i was digging the beginning and, uh-huh. then, uh, and then the, the vocals came in. I was like, oh, this is different than what I thought. Than what you were expecting. And right, then when right. the rap came in, I was like, this is even more different than what I thought. This is a further left turn. The record scratches were the only hint. Yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm holding on to your desk. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much this is going to change more. <laughs> What's happening? Uh... <laughs> um, I really love how the rapping is done in this song though it's like whispered yeah and like very monotone and i don't mm. know something about that i just really love it i thought it was really cool yeah. <laughs> it's like if asmr had a rap song <laughs> <laughs> all right so this next thing we're gonna flow mercedes <laughs> Sick reference, bro. <laughs> Everyone knows your references are off the hook. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, Jonah. <laughs> uh, so, Patty Bullet currently has three monthly plays on Spotify. Oh, damn. Uh, she has four full-length albums released uh, from tw- uh, 2007 to 2016. Oh, shit. I would recommend the song Super Psycho Stalker Bitch. That, I, name <laughs> alone, you've got me. It's off the 2008 album Bulletronica. 
Dope. <laughs> um, and it's got it's it's so weird, dude. It's such a weird song. I fucking I love it so much. Hell it's yeah. so bizarro. Um, it's got like weird. It's just everything is robotic overtones, and the whole song is about like. Some guy being like, like, we're breaking up. You're a psycho bitch. And she's just like, she's just like, what? What the fuck did you say to me? Um, oh. It's, it's, it's. Oh, geez. But then it's also all delivered very much in like the way that the lyrics in this song were delivered. Yeah. Um, it's cool. What? It's really crazy. What did you say to me? <laughs> it's really crazy. It's Hell fucking yeah. fuck wild. Nice. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to it. With the final guard knocked out, the group enters a dark corridor. One of the figures steps forward before a hand thumps against his chest, stopping him in his tracks. A canister is pulled from the couch. When sprayed in the air, a fine powder begins to fill the space, <laughs> revealing le- red laser beams zigzagging across the entire hallway. The entire group moves through the space. They move with the litheness and poise of a performance art major doing an interpretive dance. That is to say, clunkily and awkwardly, The whole group makes it across except one guy. He slips and falls face first into a beam. Oh no! The doors at either end of the hallway slam shut. A mournful... A werewolf jumps out! A mournful (laughs) howl pierces the silence. Bang! Pow! Two gunshots also pierce the silence. (laughs) The hound with the guns. The crew member who fell coughs blood and collapses back to the floor. Oh no, Don as Cheadle. the figure of a huge, hairy mountain of a man materializes. Everyone freezes as they face the hound by Dated. In my tortured ears, there sounds unceasingly a nightmare whirring and flapping and a faint, distant baying as of some gigantic hound. It is not dream. It is not, I fear, even madness. For too much has already happened to give me these merciful doubts. Sinjin is a mangled corpse. I alone know why. And such is my knowledge that I am about to blow out my brains for fear I shall be mangled in the same way. Down unlit and illimitable corridors of eldritch fantasy sweeps the black, shapeless nemesis that drives me to self-annihilation. I love it when lo-fi songs are just a long, musically backed monologue. Yeah. <laughs> That's always so cool to me. <laughs> this reminds me of like a YouTube video I'd watch on acid. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to save this to a different playlist real quick. <laughs> It's like I'm watching like time lapses of like an animal decaying. And then life is like fleeting, man. And a box of chocolates, Jedi. <laughs> and that was the time I did acid with Tom Hanks. Um <laughs> He just I'm forced, Tom Hanks. He just forced gumped the whole time. <laughs> he reverted. <laughs> and I just started running <laughs> from the police. <laughs> so this song um, is actually a reading of The Hound by H.P. Lovecraft, uh, that short story. Oh, gotcha. And it's just got excellent instrumentals behind it that just kind of yeah. like ebb and flow with like the different like emotional beats of the story mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it warbles sometimes it wails sometimes it's just dark 
but either way, it always like mirrors the vibe of what's going on. Mm. Um, and so it's just really interesting to listen to. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's got a the perfect spooky ambience mm-hmm. uh, for a spooky story being told. Yeah. Dated is a lo-fi producer from Ontario. They currently have 13,000 monthly on Spotify. Hell yeah. And they produce a lot of like dark lo-fi dude Dope. it's really cool yeah uh, they've got several like full like either singles or like eps or even albums that are just completely focusing on like halloween or just like other scary themes hell yeah um, and i love like like lo-fi i find to be very cool it's very relaxing that's kind of what it's there for i really like like dark lo-fi i don't oh, know yeah. it's very it's very cool it's very like moody <laughs> i love i love all things halloween like you got a commercial well, I'd like it a more a lot more if it was Halloween themed. <laughs> I feel that man. It's like my favorite holiday. Yeah. Uh, this is off. Uh, this song, "The Hound," is off the album uh, "Lovecraft Bumps," mm-hmm. and that whole album is just kind of like this. Um, it's like readings of different Lovecraft stories uh, with lo-fi beats behind it. Mm-hmm. And like Lovecraft, I have one of his anthologies. Uh, a very interesting author. Uh, when you get over just how just vehemently racist he was. Yeah. <laughs> vile, vile opinions on the guy, but he wrote very interesting sci-fi. You know what I mean? He wrote a lot of things that influence other people who I like a lot. Right. And, and like, you know, like, and, and the work itself, it's one of those classic sort of like art versus artist sort of situation right, right. where it's like, okay, like, you know, I, uh, most, or I, I can't speak to HP Lovecraft. I've li- I've listened to like a little bit of like the collections and stuff uh-huh. like that. Uh, but you know, it, it doesn't seem like there's like, just like, and then there's this one racist character and I agree with that guy, you know, throughout. Like, no, mode. it's, it's more of just like, sometimes if you look into it, some of the imagery you realize right. is being construed in a certain way, which right. is not great. No. And not something I agree with. Um, but the thing about it is when I'm reading those stories, I'm thinking, about the cool sci-fi elements right. and not how he's relating that to human beings. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and for me, I'm like, uh, I love, uh, I fucking love Guillermo del Toro. I know he's a big H.P. Lovecraft fan, but mm-hmm. I know Guillermo del Toro, not a fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> he is a fish fucker, though. So... <laughs> No, Marshall. <laughs> he just he made just, a movie about it. He just filmed somebody <laughs> fucking a fish. All right. Fish man. Fish man. <laughs> My yeah. microphone peaked there because I was yelling fish man so hard. Yeah. There's an X-rated version where they show it. <laughs> You know one of the animators got bored and <laughs> just made it. <laughs> you mean every animator all the fucking time? Just Yeah, I take commissions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect line read on that one. Perfect line read. <laughs> um, as far as other songs by Dated go, I would definitely recommend the song uh, The Dark Cold Somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly ambient. It's incredibly dark. Uh, but the thing I really liked about it, um, it's got this crazy snare drum, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. The snare hit sounds almost like uh, you're hitting like the lid of a metal trash can. Um, it's like so like obtrusive, and it like rings out. Right. Um, like I the d- only good Metallica <laughs> album. 
<laughs> no, because this one has character. <laughs> Saint Anger, that snare is soulless and dead. Like Metallica. And that's why it's the best album they've ever made. It's the only one where they channeled themselves. (laughs) I'm my own muse. He said as he wrote an uninspired guitar solo. I like I like how they they came with that album and they're like, what if Nickelback was metal? And Nickelback was like, we're not metal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to hate too much on Nickelback because my mom likes them. So I'm like, y'all get a pass. Y'all get a pass because my mom's cool. Yeah. My mom's my mom. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> the Hound from Game of Thrones stands in front of the group. He wears a blindfold over his eyes and is breathing heavily through his nose. In one hand, he holds a Magnum Research 50 caliber Desert Eagle. In the other hand, he's also holding another gun, too. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Sometimes it's when the details are less specific that it becomes more scary. The barrels of both guns have tendrils of smoke whispering from the or wisping from the barrels. Three more I smell. Who's next? Ah barks the beast. Oh. Three more I smell. Who's next? <laughs> I tried to make it more of a bark. I, I, I said it all spooky and it wasn't very it wasn't very barky. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to use it. I'm trying to use like 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 uh, dog talk here. You know, yeah. he barks, he howls. Yeah, well, it's it's funny because like doesn't that suck? Like especially especially when you read something, you know, like and it's just like you read the line and then it says how it's supposed to be interpreted afterwards. <laughs> the worst part is I wrote how you it's, wrote it. I wrote yeah. it. So you should know. <laughs> Well, we've established earlier that you don't know. Oh, that's a good point. Thank you. I yeah. feel much better now. Yeah, of course. What a value day. Even when I write my thoughts on paper, I still don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> Barks the beast of a man. <laughs> there we go. There's the end of that sentence. George Clooney steps forward unfazed. He stands resolute. He knows what to do. He planned for every obstacle. Yeah. Both guns point towards him, but he reaches into his vest pocket and pulls out a two-dimensional Tom and Jerry-like T-bone steak. Oh, nice. He looks at the hound. Who's a good boy? Yeah, who's a good boy? Okay, sit. The hound drops his guns and wags his butt before sitting on the ground. Classic. You want a treat? Let us out of here. Let us out of here and you'll get a treat. The hound rolls over onto his back, kicking his little legs in the air. Both doors open back up. Clooney tosses the steak and scratches his belly once. The hound's not his own. (laughs) He can do both. Before walking through the door without looking back. The next room is dark. Except for a spotlight shining to the ground halfway through. Despite not being able to see the walls, (laughs) it's one of the rooms that you can just feel is massive. Here tonight, to keep all our wishes safe, we have the guardian of the vault, the one, the only, the invisible 
John Cena! I'm doing the hand thing in front of the face. You guys can't see it. John Cena by Stark's Place. <laughs> Got that John Cena booming cause you hitters can't see me Dressing all black, but everything peachy Always heard time is money, so lately I've been greedy You know the reason if you hitters can't reach me Got that John Cena booming cause you hitters can't see me Dressing all black, but everything peachy Always heard time is money, so lately I've been greedy You know the reason if you hitters can't reach me Smoking straight gas, but I'm zooming on an Eevee. The produce so fresh, gotta mix this with some kiwi. Yes. I make this look so easy. Yes. You make it look so cheesy. Yes. Heard your new songs, them things made me ZZ. Business over BS, you hitters can't CC. They say it's all love, better show me when you see me. Yeah, Man, there's so many songs called John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> some, in fact, by John Cena. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Uh, I don't think he has any named John Cena. <laughs> that would be really... I would listen to John Cena by John Cena, though. Yeah, I would... Li- it's featuring John Cena. It's just uh, uh, The Invisible Man by Queen. <laughs> He's the Invisible Man. <laughs> um. So I was... I, I clicked on a lot of songs when sure. I was trying to find my John Cena song. Sure. Um. And and this one like honestly really jumped out to me. And the beat is so fucking Dude, good. Oh my god, the beat is so fucking good. Earlier I was talking about how another song uh uh, uh by my first artist Beatty mm-hmm. did a really cool thing where it 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 was like old school beat with like a new school flow. vocals. Yeah. And this one's interesting because this feels like a modern take on an old school beat. Sure. It has that same like feel to it where it's like it's like I don't know, old school old school hip hop always feels like it's like it's like it's all about like that progression and moving forward and it's mm-hmm. like it's like very straightforward and this is still very straightforward but there's a lot of like really interesting just like tonal qualities and sounds and like effects mm-hmm. that they use with it to just make it really engaging. Nice. Um and speaking of engaging the flows. Oh, so good. <laughs> he does a lot of different flows throughout the song, and and every time it changes, it's kind of stark, but it never feels like wrong. Mm-hmm. It always like every single time it changes, you're just there yeah. and you're just with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always pulling you along in like the perfect way. Uh, so Starks is a rapper from Cleveland, and I highly recommend you check out his stuff. Uh, he's got releases back to 2017, so he's been around for like seven years now. Nice. <laughs> and honestly, he's got so many killer tracks. Um, he's currently at 501 monthly listeners on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would recommend the track Spiked Powder Bomb. Uh, the beat on that one is hard as fuck, dude. Nice. Uh, the beat on that one, it's like, you know, in Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds, how the aliens go like, Bwah. Yeah, kind of. It's like if that was like groovy and cool. <laughs> it's dope. Cool. They're smoking on that space weed. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Sure. Shorting some microchips. You yeah. Know? For sure. After the announcer cuts off, the room is illuminated to reveal a giant cage in a boxing ring. Behind the ring, on the other side of the room, sits a huge stone double doorway. The crowd is full of screaming cheering kids in hospital gowns. Jesus. 
John Cena is so lower. Good. <laughs> so good. Of course it's John Cena. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's like the Make-A-Wish King, dude. Yeah, no, he's a fucking amazing dude. He, he does a lot of good stuff for a lot of people. Yeah. Love John Cena. John Cena is lowered onto the cage from a harness and begins doing muscle guy flexes. The crowd goes ape shit. All three remaining members of the crew enter the cage. One of them starts to flex when an air horn blows, marking the start of the match. Immediately, John Cena leaps on the uh, flexing man. No! shouts George Clooney. John Cena slams the masked figure into the ground with a suplex that hits so hard that the victim is decapitated. Jesus! We see the head fly through the air, and the ski mask falls off, revealing it was also George Clooney. Oh no! The other mask burglar. <laughs> the other mask burglar sighs, shakes his head no, and then removes his mask to reveal himself as a third Clooney. Jesus. John Cena howls and beats his chest like a gorilla before jar- charging the pair. Once again, John Cena, great person. <laughs> George Clooney locks eyes with George Clooney, and in unison they shout, "George Clooney's unite!" <laughs> they clasp their hands into a ring, forming a portal of incredible power, and position it so John Cena's charge plows through the middle. He disappears in a poof of smoke. <laughs> the crowd falls silent. The George Clooney's high five. The large stone door opens to reveal a genie bound by chains. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, You've reached me, he mutters. Tell me your wish. George Clooney nods at George Clooney. George Clooney says, I wish for Infinite Wishes by Luship. liked this song this song's like pure vibes mm-hmm. um it's all just like it's all just like feelings man yeah um i really liked how at the start and then like it comes back in multiple times throughout the song but there's that really like pointy bright lead line i don't mm-hmm. know it sounds to me like a guitar it might be just like a synth tone or something i'm not sure um but i really love how it goes from like that super bright pointed line um that's like very like stabby um, stabby's not the right word, but you just, you hear it. It's the focus. It's the focal point. Yeah. And then it'll hit the next section and it will be like super muted and dreamy and reverby. Mm-hmm. And then it'll hit the next section. It'll be back to like pointy and sharp. And I just found that transition like, like very interesting. Um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Lo-fi beats to do Ambien too. <laughs> lo-fi beats you're listening to cause you're already on Ambien. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> Let me tweet. <laughs> Let me tweet. 
Let me X. Let me X, Elon. Let me X. Uh, and then, like, behind those lead tones, there's, like, this super fluttery synth the whole time. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, like, rings out, but, like, not in a consistent manner. Um, and it's got, like, that super pronounced bass um, that I just, like, I don't know. That bass is a fucking head bobber. Yeah. Uh, so, Lushup currently has one monthly listener. Oh. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to really find much on them. Sure. But I really enjoyed this song. Uh, they've got five total songs out, five singles. Nice. Um, I really uh, would recommend the single uh, Imag- Imaginative Dancer. Um, it'll make you want to dance. It's an accurate title. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just like bouncy and fun. Hell yeah. Um, but I really like the album art, too. Nice. Uh, I know you shouldn't judge an album by its cover, uh, but, but it's like yeah. it's like a sad man squatting on the ground in front of a Lamborghini, <laughs> just like with his head in his hands. Nice. And I really like like sad Lambo owner <laughs> as an idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> the genie nods his head. Infinite wishes you shall have. George Clooney snaps his finger. The genie is freed. Oh, just like Aladdin. Other George Clooney snaps his fingers. All the kids in hospital gowns are better. Yay. First George Clooney snaps his fingers again. The other two George Clooney's are back. And John Cena? <laughs> John Cena's fine. He just went through a portal. Okay. <laughs> I, I care about him. Uh, John Sooney. John, John Sooney. George Clooney. <laughs> George Cena. <laughs> George... George Clooney, three and four, snap their fingers in unison, and they each get four trillion dollars. Nice. The end. Nice. (laughs) Well, Marshall, I'm glad it worked out for everybody. Why doesn't Make-A-Wish use the wishes for that? Just make everyone better. No, they gotta take kids to, like, Harry Potter world. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Well, Marshall, great playlist, you know, great heist. Uh, I think you really <laughs> delivered on the heist aspect. <laughs> I was just going for, like, a, a thing I saw. No, yours was uh, very funny and also, like, proper social commentary. Yeah. Mine like, was a bunch of guys, like... But yours had John Cena. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. And the Hound. I just had an old lady talking about Bob Barker's <laughs> dick being really long and skinny. <laughs> yeah, but that was funny. Yeah. Listen, we don't need to keep uh, uh, fluffing each other here. We're good. You're right, Marshall. And that's why we need to move on to our next segment. <laughs> a segment that I've put together uh, uh, you know, uh, for charity ideas that I had uh, oh. that maybe we could start. You know? Oh. Because here's the thing, Marshall. Uh, it, it, we are charities in a way because uh, you know we ain't making a lot of money that's but true. that's true that that shouldn't deter us from giving back yeah you're right we always help people even if you're someone who needs help you can only help us you gotta help others before you help yourself it's the law it's the law uh so i had this idea called whiplash for cash <laughs> okay so what we do is we pay uh, J.K. Simmons to show up to like band practices uh, for like you know like middle school bands, and he just fucking roasts the shit 
of oh, these kids, right? Okay. And we raise a lot of money to pay J.K. Obviously, because he's an Academy Award. That's where two point six of the, the yeah, four point or the six point five million dollars yeah, will go. <laughs> but the rest of it goes to kids, you know, organizations that help kids get into music instead of the streets. Oh, yeah. 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 Cause no music in the streets. No music. People yeah. hate it when you have a Bluetooth speaker on yeah, you. Yeah, keep them off the boulevards. Keep them off the courts. Keep the them avenues. off the avenues. Get them put on avenues to a better future. And drive themselves <laughs> to success. <laughs> but yeah, just J.K. Simmons. These is- are the four points of our charity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our mission statement, if you would. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I, I got another one called Ear Junk. Okay. And that one's, <laughs> that one's just waste removal, right? <laughs> Wait, do we have to do it? I mean... You and me? <laughs> we'll be there in spirit. Okay, so... Cool. Most... S- some people listening to this don't know what we look like. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh... Most... Most people listening, probably. Yeah. This is me throwing the ball to the future where someone's listening to this in two to three years (laughs) where they're like who's those guys who came up with flash for cash (laughs) and ear junk and ear junk uh but ear junk's waste removal we go to hoarders oh and then we kind of like jokingly distract them with our many goofs yeah and bits you know (laughs) while sneakily throwing away their stuff and also cleaning out their ears so, That's how we mainly so, distract them. We so, clean out their ears. Isn't it incredibly damaging to just like take stuff from a hoarder's stash? Oh, horrible. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. But we're helping the families. Yeah. <laughs> we're helping the neighbors. We're helping the, the animals that are living in there, apparently. We're helping the corporations that own houses in that neighborhood by raising the property value. Yes. Good point. That's a that's a that's a noble cause. You get it. You get it. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, toys for Spocks. Oh? We get toys for people who cosplay as Spock from Star Trek. (laughs) Maybe we give them little phasers, you know? Maybe we give them a little, like, Star Trek little logo thing they can put on their shirts. I think it's kind of niche. Here's the thing. I, we can't save the world. You gotta be willing. I know you've been listening to Therapy Gecko lately. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, that's kind of a recurring theme whenever someone calls in who's like, I wanna help people, like plural. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Yeah, but you kinda like help people day to day, right? And if you're not happy helping like one or two people, you're not gonna be happy helping like one or two yeah. thousand people. Let's help some Spocks. Yeah, you're right. Let's let's clock a Spock. <laughs> and then let's and maybe that's just a, a pointed phrase of saying, let's find a, a pointy-eared guy What is just the give movie? him shit. What if instead of clock stoppers, they made clock spockers? <clears throat> oh, yeah. And it was a movie about how Spock could slow down time. Or if somebody's just throwing clocks at Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> it's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last one I got here, Marshall. Hummers for the homeless. <laughs> the car, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. What were you thinking? Hummers. <laughs> Yo, 
yeah, the cars, right? <laughs> the <laughs> the tongue punching. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! They don't need any more of that. Yeah, that's 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 available on the street. Yeah, they gotta get an H two or an H three. Can we get the Hummers into these middle school auditoriums with the, these Hummers? Can we get these? <laughs> can we get these homeless guys into the middle school auditoriums? With these middle schoolers, when we're doing the the, the first one, yeah, uh, the the whiplash for cash. Yeah, can we get these homeless people off the streets and into music? No. <laughs> <laughs> we do not double dip. We, no, 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 no. These are separate corporate inter- entities. This is all for the tax break. Yeah. <laughs> not but, for the people. But we get Hummers for the homeless. They don't need a house. They have a Hummer. They don't need a house. They need to pay $70 to fill their gas tank. Yeah. (laughs) For their home. (laughs) What the fuck? I think I think I might be bad about helping people. No, you're very good at helping people. Just stop trying. I'll I'll lead I'll lead the charge here. I'll be like, hey Zach, come help me help people. <laughs> I do have a couple emails to read real quick, folks. <laughs> we had some folks write in and we haven't read emails in a little bit, so I thought I would just uh get these off our chest. Yeah. Uh so our first one uh is from Steven and it says Plus one for chicken stream, but not like every day. (laughs) Uh, Looking forward to seeing Marshall eat some chickens, but only until it gets uncomfortable and then I will unsubscribe. Yeah, that's fair. Also, would love an episode about songs you can't believe are movies slash TV shows yet. Gang, gang, gang. Nice. On a real note, keep it up, dudes. Favorite podcast by far. Aw, thank you so much, Steven. Appreciate that, dude. Appreciate you, Bubby. And then we've got one more. Uh, uh, Someone has recently listened to our Living Under a Rock episode. Oh, dope. This one says, Rock Jokes for Living Under a Rock. This is from Chase. It says, uh, All your discussions on episode 43, Living Under a Rock, made me think of an excellent rock joke. So, Zach. Oh, hell yeah. What do you call an undead geologist? Fuck, what do you call an undead geologist? A prospector. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fucking solid, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Loved it. <laughs> so thank you for writing in Chase and uh folks uh I know we haven't read emails in a while but uh uh shoot us an email. Yeah. We like reading them. We will read them out loud most of the time. Uh like this time. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the mailman forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. If you guys could do us a solid favor and give us a follow on whatever app you're listening to this on, if you could give us a review of five stars or more, that'd be dope of you. You'd be doing a charitable thing yourself Ooh. by helping us out. 
you guys could also follow us on TikTok, Instagram. We got some great clips coming up. Uh, we're still settling in from the move, but we're about to hit the ground running with a lot of great things. Uh, you guys can also email us like these dope people have, eardrunk at gmail.com. If you got any suggestions for playlists for future episodes, if you guys got any comments that you'd like to leave for us, or if you know, you're know you a person who's like, hey, man, I steal a lot from charities. <laughs> Looking at you, George Clooney's. And I feel bad about it. Actually, if you do that, please do let us know. I would, I would love to talk about it. We won't reveal your identity. That's hilarious. I mean, that's terrible, but yeah. it's also hilarious. <laughs> it would be weird for this podcast to be your come to Jesus moment. <laughs> but you can email us. Eardrunk at gmail.com. You guys can also check out the description of this episode for the playlist that Marshall and I have made with all these wonderful, amazing, talented artists who made all of these songs. Be sure to check them out. Give them a like themselves. You know, if you really uh, uh, dug a song, be sure to check out their whole catalog, you know, and if you become a true fan, buy some merch. See them on tour if they're out there. You know, we can't thank them enough. And we're very happy to discover their songs. In the description, you'll see another man in there, a man who's so charitable with his time, with his music, with his outlook on life. That is one J.W. Francis. J.W. lets us use the song Lo-Fi on the album We Share a Similar Joy. It's a dope song. It's a great album, and he's a great dude. Be sure to check him out and all the great songs that he has in his catalog. Uh, he's about to have some big moves in 2024. I believe a new album's coming out. We're we're excited about it. I'm I'm I I don't have a countdown yet, so I'm just kind of waiting. Every morning I wake up and I play like, any update, <laughs> any update, J Dubs. You know, we we carpool to work and uh, the whole drive. Yeah, the whole drive. Any update? I, I, I'm driving. I don't I don't know, I don't Zach. Know. Yeah. Have you checked? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My phone's slower than yours. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't update as fast. You gotta check. But we're waiting patiently. Because we love the man, we love all of his work, and we can't thank him enough. With all that being out of the way, I've been your host, Zach Webb. And I'm accepting donations. Again, you can DM me for my Cash App or you can text me through Apple Cash. And have a kick-ass day. Yeah.